There are few things in my career that I find more ridiculous than the average person weighing herself on a regular basis. Are you ready for an earful? Let's go. Self-care isn't easy. It requires doing hard things. Being uncomfortable is mandatory. It's not for the weak and it's not for the fragile. But that's okay. We don't mind because we are weakless. Hey, everybody, welcome back to A Moment of Weakless. This is episode number 38, and I have done this particular rant in lots of places, but it dawns on me that I've never put it here in this podcast, so we're doing it today. As I said in the introduction, I think the concept of the average person who is trying to just get healthy and fit weighing herself on a regular basis. I just think that that is a completely ridiculous concept and I run into it constantly. And then I even run into situations in which I tell people all of the stuff that I'm about to tell you here and they have all this anxiety about not weighing themselves. So when they go to stop weighing themselves, they get all anxious. So starting from the beginning, why would anybody weigh themselves? Well, Most people are weighing themselves every day to see if they're pretty and they're going to get on that scale. And if the number's up today, they have to feel bad about themselves. And then they're actually going to go take action. Like they're going to go do things. So the number is up. So now they need to eat less food or starve themselves a little bit, or, you know, maybe not eat the candy that they normally eat or try to drink one less glass of wine tonight after work, something like that. They're going to take some sort of action. And if the number is down, then they get to be happy today. And oftentimes that'll mean they've got a little breathing room, little little elbow room here. They can have that glass of wine now. The whole concept is just ridiculous. First off, do you have a lot of rickety bridges to cross? Or are you trying to make weight for your wrestling team? Are you maybe a rock climber and you know you'd be better if you were lighter? If not, what are you doing? What you're trying to measure is your size and That's something that you can see and everybody else can see and human eyes can't weigh a person. So your clothes already tell you that. So even if your motivations are completely wrong, which we are definitely going into here, even if your motivations are completely wrong and everything you're trying to do here is just about changing the way you look. In other words, you are one of those people that we talked about last time who is trying to fix herself. You're not treating yourself well because that's what you deserve. In other words, what you're doing is not self-care by any means. It's just self-abuse. You're trying to beat a body that you think betrayed you into submission so it'll finally look good so you can feel valuable. Even if you're doing that, how does the scale give you information that your clothes in your mirror don't when human beings don't use their eyes to weigh each other? If somebody else is going to come up and say that you look good, they're not going to come up and go, wow, you weigh less today. They are going to look at you. And no, those things are not direct correlates. Everybody will say ad nauseum, muscle weighs more than fat, muscle weighs more than fat. Let me go over to a scale and get on it and see if I look better by weighing gravity's effect on me. It is utter nonsense, absolutely utter nonsense. And my point on this front end when we haven't even talked about mindset is that if you are actually trying to get healthy, at some point, the scale will betray you. 
it will end up giving you information that will break your heart because at some point that number is going to have to go up. And as a matter of fact, it could go up on day one because you don't get to decide whether or not your body uses all of these, these healthy inputs that you're giving it to put on more muscle mass that you've been lacking for a long time. Even if you're not really exercising, maybe you've been a bit emaciated and your body would just love to have a little bit more muscle mass because maybe you've been starving yourself and it just immediately puts on a little bit of lean mass and your scale goes up and you think that somehow whatever you're doing isn't quote working. So what are you going to do now? Now you've had this scale lie to you when in reality, when you're trying to get healthy and fit, you don't need a scale to tell you if it's working. How do you feel? Do you get out of bed in the morning feeling like a million bucks? Do you have a ton of energy? Are you sleeping better? Are you stronger? Are you faster? Is your mood consistent? Are all of those things happening for you? They are all far, far better markers of your health. Digestion, all of these things are far better markers of your health than anything you're going to see on your stupid scale. But the real problem with the scale is that every time you get on it, you are checking in with your value. And you know that that's what you're doing because you are associating it with the way that you look. And if you're trying to change the way that you look in all of this, you haven't been paying attention. Maybe this is your first podcast and I highly suggest that you just go back to episode one and work forward from there because that's how I recorded all of these things. But if you have been around for a while, you know that that path isn't going to lead you anywhere. That path where you try to change the shape of your body so that you can finally stop insulting yourself is self-abuse. And if you turned it on anybody else, it would destroy them. And that's what you're doing to you every time you jump on the scale. Let me go see if it's working. What do you mean, is it working? You have all kinds of evidence. And I'll see this with women where they'll say, wow, I feel better and I have more energy and I'm stronger and I'm sleeping better. All of this stuff seems to be going really well. And then they go get on the scale to see if all of that other stuff is actually somehow true. In other words, if they get on the scale and the scale hasn't moved or God forbid it's up because they're, they're actually getting healthier here, they might say to themselves and very often will say to themselves, oh crap, I thought it was working, but clearly it's not. And they will use that scale to override all of that other data that actually matters. They're like, well, gravity's effect on me, you know, the way the earth pulls me into its surface, that's how I know whether or not I'm getting healthier. That is absolute nonsense. You literally never need to get on another scale again in your entire life, ever, ever. There's never going to be another point unless you take up some sort of athletic endeavor where your weight will affect that. And don't say things to me like, well, I know if I lose weight, I'll be able to hike better. Yeah, go hike. How's it feel? How's it feel? You're hiking. How does that hike feel? Do you need to go weigh yourself to see if it feels better than it felt last time? No, you do not. You do not need to own a scale. And everybody who is weighing themselves on a regular basis is displaying an indication that their motivations are still broken, that they are trying to get to some destination where they believe they will be more valuable. The scale is not a good measure of health. As I said a long time ago in this podcast, Losing weight will not make you healthier. Getting healthier makes you lose weight. 
So why are you measuring this outcome all the way at the end of the line that you can clearly see and feel and you can feel it in your clothes and then you go over to a scale and you measure it to decide if everything else is working? There are so many other factors going on here that have nothing to do with your weight and your weight will never ever be accurate all the way to the end of your journey. There's absolutely no way. And there is also the fact that every woman on earth should have the goal to get to a healthy size and then be absolutely as heavy as she can possibly be. Wrap your head around that for a second. A long time ago, I had a client named Deb who came to me right before her 50th birthday. She just crushed it. She had plenty of weight to lose, but before her 51st birthday, she had abs and she was doing chin-ups. She could do, had already done her first chin-up. She was just a, a beast. She just did everything that I told her to do. She started out feeling like she was, you know, she had a foot in the grave and she was afraid she was literally going to die. So this was never about how she looked. It was never about her value. She was one of those people that we talked about last time that just was like, I'm not taking as good a care of myself as I deserve. And she just went and fixed it. And People would come up to her on a regular basis and ask her how much weight she lost. And she didn't know because she didn't weigh herself. But then she got in her head after she had a bunch of followers um, on social media. She said, I'm going to go weigh myself. She weighs herself. She finds out she's 5'4 and about 100. I think she was about 130 pounds, something like that. And she said, I'm going to get as heavy as I can possibly get without leaving my size four jeans. And a whole bunch of women stopped following her on the spot. They're like, oh my God, you're crazy. They couldn't hear themselves with that completely irrational nonsense of, I need to be light in order for this to be a good thing. She was basically saying, I'm going to stay in my size four jeans and I'm going to be in such peak health that I'm going to be super strong. I'm going to look amazing in my bathing suit, but more importantly, I'm going to be set up to live for freaking ever. And these women went, nope, can't follow you anymore because what matters is the scale. Deb got all the way up to 158 pounds without leaving her size four jeans. She was amazing. Just packing all kinds of muscle mass and muscle mass always ends up right where you want your curves to be. She looked fantastic. She's in her early 50s and she's just this bombshell of peak health. But the concept of getting heavy at staying at that size was more than very many of those women could bear. They just couldn't wrap their heads around it. And it's the thing that makes the absolute most sense, both for health and for the way you look. It's never going to be a mystery. Take the person who is actually healthy, the one that looks like those women on the cover of Shape magazine, and take that woman who's just a skinny little waif, stand them side by side, and 95% of people are going to vote that the healthy one is more attractive because human beings are attracted to displays of physical fitness and reproductive fitness especially. So in other words, we're attracted to displays of health. There are some people out there, and it will usually be women, who have that body dysmorphia thing going on and skinny will be what they will pick and that will be that other 5%. But all the rest of us, not just Jason with his somehow twisted trainer mind telling me that I need to go get big muscles. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that looks awesome and virtually everybody will vote for that every time. Very many of you might be thinking, yeah, but Jason, I have a lot of weight to lose and it's fun to watch that number go down. Well, you don't need it. You telling me you can't tell in your clothes? 
You're telling me that you can't tell in the way you feel? So instead, you have to stay addicted to this thing that is at some point going to betray you and that you have probably spent your whole life associating with your value? You're telling me you can't break up with that thing because it's fun to watch that number go down. What happens the first day that the number goes up? What happens the first month that the number goes up? That will happen to you at some point in your journey. At some point, you are going to gain and then not lose again for quite a while and maybe even gain again and not lose again for quite a while. And all of this will still be a trajectory that goes from you being out of shape to you being in fantastic shape. And yes, looking great if that's what you insist on caring about. But let's be honest, if you insist on caring about that, you are probably never going to get there anyway. Look, I know that I'm probably not going to reach 20% of the people listening to this podcast. The huge majority of you are going to stay married to that stupid contraption on your bathroom floor. I'm telling you, it is a problem for you, and it is an indication that your motivations are still kind of wrecked, and those are the same wrecked motivations that will keep you starting and stopping forever. If you insist on weighing yourself, rock on with that, but my conscience is clear. You have been warned. It's a stupid machine. How anybody ever said, I wonder if I look good, let me go test how much I weigh, is obnoxious. It's a dumb concept. There are plenty of other ways for you to find that out, and very many of you will keep the scale as the number one way to know if it's working. And like I said earlier, when the number goes down, you're happy. When the number goes up, you're sad, and it's all affecting your mood. And it oftentimes still plays into that what can I get away with mentality. So if the number's still moving down, then whatever I'm doing is working. I can keep eating this amount of chocolate, right? And you'll do things like starve yourself to make up the difference. Instead of actually getting really healthy, your goal is to make that number go down. I'm sorry, your goal is stupid. It's dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't add up to anything useful. And it is not self-care. I think you can do better. I'm begging you to do better. Get rid of that stupid thing and actually do self-care. I mentioned in the beginning that many women who first get off the scale get all this anxiety. And that's complete nonsense too. What does that even mean? If I don't weigh myself, I gain weight? If I don't weigh myself, I gain weight. In other words, the act of stepping on my scale is what makes me not gain weight or lose weight? Well, no, but then I won't know what I'm doing that'll make me gain weight. Yeah, you do. That's that what can I get away with mentality again. You are trying to figure out how much chocolate you can eat and not gain weight. So you get on the scale all the time. And then if the scale goes up, you eat a little bit less chocolate. Why not just not eat chocolate? Why not just take really good care of yourself? Instead of getting on the scale to see what you can get away with, how badly you can treat yourself and still lose weight or still not gain weight, why not just treat yourself really well and never need that stupid scale again? I know, it's a lot. It's a lot to wrap your head around. But people who are actually doing self-care and not more self-abuse, people who are actually taking care of themselves because that's what they deserve, they will never need a scale again. I'd like you to spend some time with this. That scale is hurting you and you can get rid of it. Oh no, it's not that big of a deal, Jason. I only weigh myself once in a while. It's still nonsense. It still has the potential to harm you. Get rid of it. Why are you playing with fire? Get rid of it. Throw it out. Give it to somebody else and let them be neurotic over it. You don't need it. If you want to get a jump start on doing all these uncomfortable things, then grab the Discomfort Zone Workshop. The link is in the show notes or you can go to beweekless.com. 
Otherwise, I really hope that, well, I hope that at least 20% of you will listen to this. The rest of you I know are going to ignore me, but again, my conscience is clear. I have said it, and it is extremely important, and I will talk to you next time. Take care.